This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alice Cash, your host, and I'm excited about this week because have you ever thought about what you should be eating during your period? I mean, I always think during PMS or during my period, I'm like, where is my chocolate bar? Where is my ice cream? Where is all the sugar? I mean, I I will go for a bubble tea. That is my um, suite of choice. But have you ever thought about it from the perspective of a nutritionist? And so on the podcast today, we have Anghara Davies, and she's joining us from Cardiff in Wales to discuss what we should be eating during our periods, how we can prepare our bodies for menopause, which is a question that we all deal with um, eventually, and um, what she's been doing as a nutritionist. I'm very excited for you all to hear what she has to say. We'll be right back. We have a special coupon just for you, our listeners of the podcast. You can get your first bottle of Jubilance for PMS for only $19.95 when you subscribe with the code WEEKLYWOMAN, no space. If you're ready to stop feeling anxious and irritable before your period, give it a try. Again, the code is WEEKLYWOMAN with no space for the promo code. And head over to Jubilance.com and try it now. Well, it's so nice to have you on the podcast. Um, thank you so much for being on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for asking. Now, where are you calling in from? So I'm calling in from Wales in the UK, hence the funny accent, I suppose. <laughs> the amazing accent. Where in <laughs> Wales are you from? Thanks. Uh, I live in Cardiff, um, which is the capital, but I grew up in somewhere completely different, another part of Wales. Oh, amazing. What's your favourite part about living in Wales? Well, I suppose my favourite part of Wales would have to be the place that I grew up, which is a tiny place called Pontnevechan, which, again, you know, long Welsh word. But it's known for its amazing waterfalls, and it's just really quiet, really beautiful. It's just inside the Brecon Beacons, which is a mountain range in South Wales. And it's just really gorgeous, really lush, really popular now, as you can imagine, especially since the pandemic, where you had a lot of people just coming and kind of walking and just experiencing the waterfalls. Because some of them you can walk behind. They're really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Stunning. Oh. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. I definitely want to go visit. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Definitely. Yeah. Oh growing up gosh. there was magical. But at the same time, it's so small that I just couldn't wait to get away but now I have a a whole different appreciation for it which you tend you tend to don't you Mm -hmm. you know and you you don't appreciate what you have until you move and you leave and then you go back and you're like oh my god this is just amazing (laughs) I feel the same way I live in New York City now but I grew up in San Diego and I couldn't wait to leave but now when I go back I'm like oh I I love paradise (laughs) what was I thinking always the same always the same definitely but I love New York oh yes it's very fun yeah. yeah. And, and now what is Cardiff known for? Um, I know it's the capital. Yeah. Uh, Cardiff is known for Cardiff City Football Club. Um, I, I don't know. It's got a massive castle. A really, really old castle. Um, really lovely people. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, sounds great. And yeah, now it's and you started Bloom Nutritional Therapy. Can you talk to us a little bit about starting your business? Yeah, definitely. Well, I started Bloom Nutritional Therapy when I 
it was when I qualified. So I'd studied for years prior to that to train to be a nutritional therapist. Um, and then, you know, obviously the goal was to finish my practice, uh, finish my, my education and then and then start my own practice. And that's kind of what happened. But before that, I was working in social care for years and years and years. And I did that whilst I was training. And I, you know, the whole kind of goal was to, to finish my education, set up my own practice. But just as I was about to do that, the pandemic hit. And obviously I couldn't leave because <laughs> it was all hands on deck. And yeah, that kind of stopped me from doing what I wanted to do, just postponed it for a little while and then started then. I, I left two years ago. And things have gone from strength to strength, really. You know, I um, yeah, I, I it it kind of had to. It came to a bit of a breaking point for me, where my my nutrition work was starting to get so intense, and I was taking on quite a lot, a lot of clients that I just something had to give. I just had to, you know, stop, like you know, quit my job, and then you know, let Bloom kind of take over. And that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's great that you are able to just like this is really happening so I'm gonna quit this and go on yeah. with my like my company that I'm starting yeah That's incredible definitely you know and working in social care during that time was quite a challenge as well you know just trying to balance you know the two as as my business was starting to kind of take off I just didn't have enough time to do them both so you know something I had to give and of course you know the the goal was to leave my job and you know set up bloom and yeah, the rest is history. That's amazing. Can, can you tell us a little bit about like what exactly is nutritional therapy for people who don't know what it is? Yeah, definitely. I don't know whether it's different in the US, but in, in the UK, <clears throat> so it's nutritional therapy is the application of nutrition science and it just kind of provides and it's the promotion of health and individual care. So even though I specialize in female health, you know, we we get, I get individuals that don't just come in with you know symptoms related to their hormones or symptoms related to their menstrual cycle we look at the individual as a whole so we'd look at you know what what's going on with their gut what's going on with their thyroid whether they've got any kind of nutrient deficiencies and certain things that might be triggering it so it's basically nutritional therapy is just looking at that individual as an individual and what might be going on and what's kind of triggering their health issues huh and and it's so specific that you're looking at female health, which I think is amazing, um, especially like your work that you're doing with perimenopause and menopause. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit, bit about like, what was the impetus to start a practice doing that? Yeah, well, I think women, you know, we're all kind of connected by our menstrual cycle. And so many people that I see have issues, you know, whether it's symptoms that are causing problems or whether it's you know they've been diagnosed with a hormonal condition like you know polycystic ovary syndrome or you know anything like that so I think specializing in in an area where you can help so many women especially you know in perimenopause as well you know for a lot of women that I see I tend to they don't quite know whether they're in perimenopause just yet there's mm -hmm. there's something going on but they're not 100% certain and things can be you know things changes can happen so kind of um you know they, they don't necessarily notice it in their period straight away, but it could be anxiety each month. You know, it could be these small, small changes that you wouldn't necessarily know, such subtle changes that you wouldn't necessarily know. So just kind of helping women to kind of navigate that. And I always say to clients as well, you know, perimenopause is the optimal time really to, to you know, prepare your body for menopause and postmenopause. When we know that when we lose estrogen, 
that we have so many other health challenges that could be presented to us. You know, we're at a higher risk of osteoporosis and, you know, type 2 diabetes and, you know, cardiovascular issues. So there's so many things that if we just focus on our health now, then we can potentially prevent, you know, a little bit later on in life. So, yeah, it's a good way of, you know, specializing in perimenopause and hormonal issues. It's a good way of just, you know, supporting women. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I think that's incredible, especially since menopause and perimenopause still sort of have a taboo surrounding it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you say like your period and um, people like back away. Um, So I think it's amazing that you're able to create a business and help people kind of understand like, hey, you may be in perimenopause. Let's talk about what this even is. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think that conversation has become quite, you know, especially in the last year or so definitely more and more people are talking about it you know it's, it has become a conversation which is always good mm-hmm. you know so many people are suffering in silence and there's absolutely no there's no reason to you know yeah. you know we're dealing with something that's very real that is impacting us and we need you know we need to do something about it definitely yeah certainly um there's not there's not enough right now for menopause and perimenopause yeah. or research around it um yeah which, uh which is great that you're able to be a voice and help people and start those conversations. Definitely. And I think, you know, women are excluded from scientific research as well up until what well, it was 1993. And you think I was, I was in, I was in high school in the nineties. So, you know, when we start talking about, you know, periods in, in school, we're just talking about pads and tampons and, you know, nothing of any substance. And of course there's a reason for that. And that's because we didn't really know what was going on there, but now, people are having you know, a conversation about it and how things change, you know, from your teenage years right through, you know, up until menopause. It's, you know, it's so important for people to understand, definitely. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Gbulance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Gbulance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilant Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. And so, so thinking about that with nutrition, what should people be doing to prepare their bodies? What I know everyone is very um, specific and different, but what are things that people should be eating during their period? Yeah, so during the, I mean, if you look at your menstrual cycle, you have four different phases. <clears throat> so during your period, which is your menstrual phase of your menstrual cycle, if you think about what's actually going on in the body there, and obviously you're, you're bleeding, you know, you're, you're losing blood, but also that's an inflammatory process. So your body produces inflammatory um, substances that help to shed the uterine lining and that then um, causes you know, the, the, the bleeding that we get. So you know, if you think about 
just including lots of uh, colorful fruit and veg and plants in your diet, lots of antioxidant rich foods, and that obviously can help with the inflammation. But also, you know, things like omega-3s, things like oily fish, walnuts, that kind of thing can really, really help with that inflammation because it has a direct anti-inflammatory effect. Um, also, you know, if you think about the blood that's lost, so thinking about, you know, iron and obviously vitamin C because the vitamin C helps your body to absorb the iron. So things like that, that can really, really have, you know, a, a, a real positive impact on kind of building up the iron that the you know the iron that's lost and also the blood that's lost and then eventually you know hopefully that could help to you to have a, a better period potentially like you say everybody's different but you know kind of focusing on the basics which is what I do with my clients as well is just making sure that your you know your diet is is rich in you know protein healthy fats complex carbohydrates lots of color then you know if you've got the, the basics nailed on then usually you know you can you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that's so interesting. I always like, you always think about like, oh, what should I eat to like feel better during my period? I mean, I think like chocolate, which is obviously not <laughs> yeah. the solution, but, yeah. but thinking about your like diet in terms of the four phases of the cycle and like what you're losing or what's happening in your body. And so yeah. you can better balance, or at least like put some more things in it that you're losing. Um, it's so fascinating. I'd never thought about it from the four different phases, just the, like, I guess PMS is happening, so I should have this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and and if you do start to track your cycle as well, so, you know, day one is, you know, the day one of your, your period is day one of your menstrual cycle. So if you continue to track it and if you do have any sort of symptoms that do raise their ugly head at certain times of the month and you, you're, you're going along and you're tracking it the following month you'll be able to, to see that pattern and then mm. you'll be able to see you know and you can kind of put things in place then to try and help you manage that so if you know that leading up to your period you start to feel bloated or you start to feel really exhausted you know you can put things in place then to try and kind of you know sync with it you know just cycle syncing is quite an important thing for Mm-hmm. a lot of women to do and and slowly people are doing it slowly people are starting to kind of realize that that is you know a good way of doing things <laughs> wow um and so can you talk to me about how your clients come to you what is the impetus there to start nutritional therapy um that's something like personally that I've n- not thought of and so so how does your client come to be and come to you I mean, just talking to you, it sounds like something that everyone should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that there's so much that we can definitely do, you know, to improve our, our menstrual cycle. But the majority of my clients actually come to me through Instagram. Hmm. I think that maybe that's, you know, obviously this is how we've connected as well. And a lot of people will just drop me a line and say, hey, you know, I've got this issue or, you know, I've been diagnosed with this or, you know, whatever that may be. How can you help? So yeah, generally speaking, that's how, how it starts is, is through social media. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Your business has totally grown from there and everyone yeah. check out your Instagram. Can you tell us what it is? Yeah. It's at bloom nutrition. Perfect. Um, and so how did you specifically decide to get into nutrition? What was, what sparked that interest? Yeah. Um, I think my own issues with food growing up. You know, I, I didn't have an eating disorder, but I had disordered eating for certain. And I grew up uh, in a farming background. My grandparents are sheep farmers. 
and I'm an animal lover. So I made that connection really, really quickly. And when I was probably about four or five years old, that I didn't want to eat the thing that's on my plate because that's the thing out in the field. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, started to avoid meat, which then was really challenging for my parents growing up in the 80s. Uh, and then that kind of developed into being a really fussy, picky eater. And yeah, I think that was kind of like my, my first yeah, interest in food, really. Um, yeah, and I've always been really, really interested in it. And yeah, I think it has, it, it's, it can have such an impact on your life, whether it's, you know, if, if your diet is poor, obviously then, you, you know, you can have a really, really negative impact on your life. But if your, your diet is, is really good, obviously, you know, it, it, it has a positive impact. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I think it probably comes back to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's amazing that you were just like surrounded by food growing up. I mean, we all are to a certain extent, but to see the process of how food gets made and put onto your table, um, I imagine that was hard for your parents in the 80s. Yeah, totally. Can you imagine trying to go out and eat as well? I mean, not that we used to go out eating much in the 80s, but, you know, in the 90s, even it was really, really challenging to find something that was different, you know, something that I could eat. You know, um, I'm gluten free and I've seen oh, the yeah. change there from like 10 years ago to now. Yeah. Now there are so many options. 10 years ago, it's very difficult. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's changed so much, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's so many different options, definitely. Yeah, it's very interesting. It now, where do you see your company um, going, Bloom, Nutri- Bloom Nutritional Therapy? <laughs> Um, well, there's lots of stuff going on kind of under the surface at the moment, things that I can't actually talk about. So there's lots of cool stuff that will be revealed shortly. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really happy supporting the clients that I work with. You know, I suppose just furthering my education and making sure that I can kind of offer more to my clients as I go along, considering maybe writing a course or something to make, you know, um, the education a bit more accessible to people mm. but yeah lo- lots of things I'm, I'm considering doing a master's there's all sorts of things that are kind of you know floating around <laughs> incredible yeah the world is your oyster you have so much, yeah. <laughs> much to try um if there is a book that you could recommend what would what should people be reading about or where should they be getting their information okay um there's two books actually that i i love myself they're called um, Period Power and then Perimenopause Power. I don't know whether you've heard of them. They're by an author called Maisie Hill. No. And they're excellent. You know, if, if you want to read about your hormones and you're not 100% certain what's going on, they're really, really uh, reader-friendly books. Um, so I'd highly recommend that. There's some nutritional advice in there. But yeah, it just gives you, in layman's terms, you know, what is happening during different phases of your menstrual cycle and also perimenopause as well because you know we have four different phases of a perimenopause as well so it gives you a lot of information a lot of background a lot of things to kind of things that you can do things that you can change you know small kind of incremental changes that will have an impact there's a lot of information in there that I would always recommend to to clients and people that I work with just oh. so you get a bit more background information about what's going on with your body yeah that's amazing always good to find out more information and um, those books sound very accessible and uh yeah great for awesome is there anything else you'd like to add today before we sign off um well I suppose that you know your health is daily practice 
you know, and just having those kind of micro um, changes that you can make, those small kind of, you know, incremental changes that you can make day in, day out that probably have the, the biggest impact. You know, if you can get outdoors first thing in the morning and expose your, your eyes to direct daylight, then that will help you sleep at night. Just, you know, if you're eating, um, what are you eating? You know, what's on your plate? Can you make it look more like a rainbow? Just simple things. And it's the smallest things that often have the, the biggest impact. Mm. Thank you so much for being on today. It was a pleasure to get to speak with you. Our pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thanks for listening to Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. If you like the podcast, please review us on iTunes. It really does help. And if you want to take advantage of our special offer to help your PMS turn from stressful to nonchalant, use the promo code WEEKLYWOMAN with no space in between the two words at jubilance.com. Again, the promo code is WEEKLYWOMAN. Thanks for listening and see you next time.